Good morning, everybody. <laughs> it's your girl, Miracle Sims, and you are listening to God, Sex, and Love. Your daily dose of inspiration and juice. It is May the 11th, 2021, and the topic is let's talk about sex. <laughs> Look, I guess before we get going, um, Apologize, mom. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why you had such a sexual-minded child, you know. Uh, <laughs> but his juice can't be as worse as, you know, seeing me in the movie, right? So, <laughs> my apology, my mom, for real. It, it, hopefully, you're not offended by these conversations. But um, I'm just, you know, trying to trying to keep it real for all of us on today and um, with all of this. So, uh and thank you thank you for being who you've been because you've been um you know honest and blunt and and whatnot throughout my life and so perhaps that's why i'm this way i don't know you say i'm your clone mama you say i'm your clone so i mean i'm just saying ma like <laughs> i had to get it from somewhere but i'm just kidding <laughs> I'm just all right y'all right i was not wasting time here we go let's talk about sex early this morning <laughs> um Honestly, okay, well, I did my whole routine. Y'all know how that goes. So I got up um, pretty much on time. I did my whole routine. Um, yeah, nothing new there. In regards to this topic, I mean, you know, I'm, there's there could have been several things to inspire me on today. But one of the things I would say is that this, this conversation or this, you know, multiple conversations that I've had, you know, uh, since launching this podcast and launching the talk show and everything like that, I just find it so interesting how there's so many narratives regarding the Bible and sex, and there's so many people that have issues with the Bible and sex, um, as if, well, like one, the Bible doesn't talk about sex, <laughs> uh, and also as if, like, it only has negative things to say about sex. And for me, I look at people that say these things and I'm like, this gives me the impression that you haven't read the Bible at all because, um, you know, I found plenty of great things um, regarding sex (laughs) in the Bible as well as like, you know, and when you really, really think about the things that uh, people may take issue with, at the end of the day, if you use common sense, right, and if you use like, you know, I guess the the brain God has given us. You know, I don't know how else to say it, but if we if we think about it logically, as people like to do, if we think about that, then you can see how the stipulations or whatever the rules or whatever the case is, you can see how these things can benefit us at the end of the day. And um, so, so yeah, let, so let's talk about sex, y'all. You know, let's talk about it. Um, you know, at the end of the day. I mean, I think I've been very honest with you guys on this platform about a lot of things about me and whatnot. And I would say that, I mean, it should be very clear (laughs) that this is something that I look forward to in my life. Um, I look forward to marriage and whatnot so I can enjoy, uh, you know, sex in a way that was not just biblical, but like, you know, uh, well, like I told you guys, I'm not, I wasn't perfect. I'm not perfect. Right. But at the end of the day, I did try my best to kind of hold on to, uh, this side of myself and, and, 
And I desired my husband throughout my life, not knowing who he was or whatever the case was, but I always thought of him. I always thought of like that this time in my life, right? And so, uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, and, and I ain't gonna lie, I mean, you know, it's been a beautiful thing being married and, you know, having my husband and, you know, us enjoying each other in this way. Um, you know, you know, I enjoy our moments, right? I enjoy our time together and whatnot. And so it's a beautiful thing. And I don't think there's anything wrong with sex in particular. Like there's nothing, I don't think anything in the Bible says sex is wrong, sex is bad, whatever the case is. Good morning, Tawhee, good morning. Look, catching me at the beginning, man. Look, let's talk about sex, Tawhee, let's talk about it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, I don't think that there's anything wrong with sex the act right there's just there there are limits right there are like uh things in the bible that uh can i say the word there are things in the bible that are to be used as you know guidelines but that's with everything it's not just with sex it's with everything right it's with life in general however <laughs> Tommy like oh you got something <laughs> maybe <laughs> nah it's good now nah, I'm gonna sleep but anyway um but yeah you know what I'm saying I'm just like you know this, this whole thing this whole narrative that is being pushed um in regards to sex is just it just baffles me sometimes so I you know hey here we are let's talk about it right so, so the narrative is <laughs> that, um, well, let me just tell you guys first. Let me tell you guys the verse. Here we go. There you go, Talia. There it is. The Bible is the book of, it's a book for lovers. Yes, it is. I agree. <laughs> so here we go. Let me show you, um, you guys some verses I came across. So Hebrews 13 and 4 says, let marriage be held in honor among all and let the marriage bed be undefiled for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Um, now I just realized I did not define sexually immoral and I did not find define adulterous for you all this morning, but hopefully you guys can do that yourself if, if needs be. Um, you know, if you're confused about those words or whatever the case is, but, uh, yeah, I mean, even just that verse right there. Like I said, it's not just with sex, though. This this is across the board. Like, whatever the Bible says, the world's saying a complete opposite. And that's that's the issue of life, right? That's the issue of, of everything. Um, but in particular, we're talking about sex right now. So, um, so yeah, I guess... So, so one of the main things is that, you know, sex is supposed to be this thing that is enjoyed in marriage. People may have a problem with that. You know, I mean, be honest, man. I, I had a problem, right? I'm over here, you know, with somebody that was single. And y'all y'all already know, but I'm going to go ahead and just reiterate the fact that, you know, I was always single, always horny. Obviously, um, I shared with you guys my situation. So, I, you know, things stem from, I believe that my issue if I want to call it that, stemmed from from my childhood experience. And so that is all in the previous juice. You guys can go listen to that testimony on a whole nother day. But what I'm saying is that, so yeah, that I guess that's the first thing. This 
the, the confines of marriage, I guess, can kind of make this whole thing difficult because it's like, oh, well, you know, we're beings, we see each other, we want each other, all these things, right? But that's the first thing. It's like letting the marriage bed be undefiled. So because God is going to judge, uh, 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 immoral, excuse me, God is going to judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Um, now, the interesting thing is when I wrote this verse, what stood out to me the most was God would judge. So at the end of the day, hey, yeah, you know, I know a lot of people feel condemned in this area and they feel condemned by other people. Um, maybe Christians in particular, people feel as if Christians are judging them or whatever the case is. But at the end of the day, God will judge it. Um, you know, I don't have to judge a friend. Like, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you know, I have my own struggles. I have my own, like, you know, things that I was dealing with throughout my life and especially as being single and, you know, whatnot. So, I get it. I get it. Um, but at the same time, too, you know, there's so... People... Truth is being seen as judgment. Honesty is being seen as hate. And, and But again, it's just like everything else that we just... Like I just mentioned, you know, the whole thing of good is being said is evil. And evil is being said is good and all that stuff. So that's that's the world we live in, you know, and that's the reality of the situation. But that's where it starts, right? Um, and if you're in a, you know, in a marriage or whatnot, then hey, as word says, let the marriage bed be undefiled. Now, Genesis 2 and 24 says, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall come shall become one flesh the funny thing is like um i thought about the first episode of guys sex and love the talk show and where my dear friend shonda you know those of you that's watching me live can, can see what i'm about to do but basically she's like that's how a man and a woman becomes one it's like <laughs> she did the whole finger symbol but it's so true like that is how we physically become one flesh um and this and this is why i get so many i mean you know this is deeper now i don't know this is more so a marriage talk but that's uh, from what i'm understanding that is what not say make you marry but like it's like sex is the the thing how can i say it lord how you want me to say it how you want me to say it well i would just say like um as i've read right the under it's like this is why for example what was that lady uh the lady at the well yeah, I believe the woman at the well. This is why Jesus said to her, you've been married X, Y, and Z times. Maybe she hadn't been, like, married in front of, you know, all the witnesses and the wedding and the husband and whatnot. Maybe they didn't carry that title per se, but it was the act of sex that was that. So, and that's on a whole nother level. That's on a whole nother level of thinking and whatnot. You know, I don't know if you, we, or we, I don't know if we, consider that to be marriage but i think it seems the more i i study and the more i um read the word like that's what god considered to be marriage the coming together um but that's the that's a whole other level i mean i don't know i don't know i agree yes people do confuse sex with love uh tell he i agree with that so now no so so here's the thing so, like I told you guys before, I've had some, uh, several conversations, and you guys are going to see some of them um, on the talk show. You, see, you saw one that I had last week with the gentleman that's, you know, a psychotherapist and, and all that stuff. And so, there, and he even said it on um, that day, but multiple of them, <laughs> throughout the multiple conversations, you, you hear the narrative of, 
oh the patriarchal society the patriarchal religions you know people make it seem like sex is only for the um, gratification of the man and the woman don't have any control and da 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 and all these things like this is what is out there in regards to sex but the bible says something different y'all and that's and and i've called it out in some of these conversations i'm like what you said i don't see in there but i've seen this right here what i'm about to share with y'all this morning so check this out first corinthians 7 3 and 5 it says the husband should give to his wife her conjugal rights and likewise the wife her husband now, I'm not going to read this whole thing to you guys, but I'm, I'm reading the parts that stood out to me. So, so this is how it starts. That's the beginning of that verse, uh, I believe. So, it must be verse 3. It starts and says, The husband should give to his wife her conjugal rights, and likewise, the wife her husband. So, I don't know how that sounds to you, but to me, that sounds like that was a direct, <laughs> you know, it was a direct... Uh, say it lord instruction yeah and a direct instruction for the husband to give this conjugal right to his wife it didn't say wife lay there and make babies it didn't say wife you know you just do what you gotta do and let him do what he wanna do you know what i mean it didn't say that the first instruction was to the husband which generally is a man <laughs> um i mean you know i i don't know husband to mean anything else but a male uh word but anyway but um but it's telling the husband to give his wife her conjugal right so already the whole idea of oh well it's you know the patriarchal society and the men it's only for the men and the bible says it's only for the and it's only for procreation and all that stuff. i'm like where are you getting that from that don't say that in there and i ain't seen that i don't know if you've seen it all um <laughs> you know what uh, we we listen we ain't gonna talk <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that we're gonna stay with the bible say real quick Tahi. you trying to get me distracted look in jesus name help Tahi. <laughs> We might talk about that at the show. <laughs> but look, this. So, um, so first it says to the husband, give your wife her conjugal rights. So there, the instruction was first given to the man for his wife, right? And then it only says, likewise, the wife to the husband. So what <laughs> what was was just instructed to the husband? Wife, you do that too. Why is that being misconstrued? Why is that being now pushed and taught to be like oh no the bible only wants you to procreate the bible only wants you to you know why it makes women feel like they're only you know there to have it like that's i mean <laughs> that's not what i'm reading and that's all i'm saying to you so so that's what it starts off with now i'm not gonna read the entire thing you guys can read it on your own but it pretty much saying like how the body belong like for example, if I use myself, you know, it, it's pretty much saying that, you know, my husband is my, uh, my body, my husband's body is mine and, and vice versa, you know, and his body and my body is his. Um, it's pretty much what those verses say, paraphrasing it a bit, but you guys can read it on your own if you don't believe what I just told you. <laughs> now, um, later on in this, you know, this 
uh, in these verses, it says, do not deprive one another except perhaps by agreement. Let me stop right there. So, so again, where is this whole idea? Well, the wife don't have nothing to say. The wife, oh, you know, it's just for, you know, the, the, it's the patriarchal, you know, it, you know, the whole situation is the men is controlling the wife. I don't know what y'all think agreement is. Like, what do you think agreement is? <laughs> it is saying here, do not deprive each other except perhaps by agreement not by somebody lording over you and being like, hey, so I'm not going to. It didn't say that. It didn't say that. It says, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time that you might that you may devote yourselves to prayer. So. Now, again, you know, there was a. I want to say it was last week, one of the interviews I had last week or whatever. And again, I hate to keep talking about it because I know y'all going to see it eventually. But, um, you know, the gentleman was kind of giving the impression like, oh, you know, uh, yeah, there's these, you know, stipulations on sex and in regards to, you know, you only can do it on certain days and people try to push that X, Y, Z. I'm like, well, I haven't seen that in the Bible. You know what I mean? I didn't see that. Well, you can only do it on Monday, uh, Wednesday and, um, you know, Friday, but not Sunday. You can't do it on Sunday. I never saw that. I haven't seen that. So any teaching of that would be somebody's personal opinion. In my in my humble opinion, like because I if it ain't in the Bible, then I mean you know where did it come from? So so again so I mean, but, but I, like I shared with the gentleman, I'm like you know I have seen where the Bible says, hey you know there might be times that you you don't have sex or whatever the case is, and it's clearly saying here that hey. The couple needs to one agree that should be a time that you're devoting to God, perhaps to prayer or something like that. But and then it continues to say, but then come together again so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. It don't get no plainer than that to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't know how that could be misconstrued. The only way it could be misconstrued is if you didn't read it or if you don't understand what you're reading or, or whatever the case is like, but how this doesn't come up more often when people are trying to have this conversation of being like, you know, women don't have no control in a marriage or, or don't have no control over their, you know, their sex life and, and all this other stuff. It's just like, you know, to me, this seems very fair. You know what I'm saying? It's, hey, husband, give to your wife. Wife, give to your husband. Y'all might want to take a break when you want, you know, whenever you guys want to devote time to pray. But, hey, do that for whatever period or whatever case is. But come back together so Satan won't get in. That's the whole thing right there. And, um, you know, I, and honestly, like I say, for me, I, you know, I pray about this all the time. Because it's like I, I try to make sure, like, I, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm understanding and you, I guess you guys know about me and my situation. I already told y'all. I'm you know, I'm understanding of the realities of, you know, of life, right? I can't just go around and just, you know, my husband works, my husband's tired, like all these different things. I can't sit here and expect, you know, that he is ready to go every second of the day that I am, right? I get that. <laughs> um, 
However, but at the same time, you know, I take this seriously too. Like, I don't want Satan coming into our marriage, right? I don't want Satan getting me off track, getting him off track, or none of that. So at the end of the day, you know, I do believe the coming together is important. And obviously it was to God too, because he put it in the word for us. Just saying, just saying, y'all. I mean, you know, I, I, it, this is the thing. Like, these these are the conversations I've been having. <laughs> and, and so these are the things that I find very interesting because I'm like, well, I, it just seems like y'all ain't reading the Bible at all. And so y'all are just saying what somebody else told you. But as I read, as I read the Bible, and I'm not, I'm not perfect now. I'm not perfect. I'm, but I'm just saying, as I read the Bible, these are the things that I'm reading. So it doesn't line up with the narrative. And so hopefully, you know, I, I pray that more people start to, get this into that spirit or what it's saying versus like the the narratives that are being pushed about the bible and, and whatnot because already just that right there by itself has like op- should open so many minds and 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 it opens that door you know in marriage for the husband and the wife to enjoy sex and you know there's plenty in the bible beyond that and some descriptive and some is going to be in the go deeper section for you guys so i mean i don't know if y'all need some water or whatnot when y'all read the go deeper section but i mean you know it might make you a little hot and bothered because you know it's, it's it's sexual in nature and then you know unfortunately well i guess i gotta touch on it you know what i mean i'm gonna touch on it a little bit not too much but you know i know that there is the whole issue in regards to uh lgbtq whatever you know plus um all that and, and again, there's no judgment for me, you know what I'm saying? Because I've shared my testimony and whatnot. Again, y'all got to go episodes back. When I first started Juice, y'all, y'all got to go back to all that. I'm not going to hash through all that right now. But what I'm saying is that, you know, there's no judgment for me in regards to, like, people that may be dealing with that. All I'm going to say is there's plenty, uh, and it's, it's mentioned multiple times in the Bible. And, um, you know, for me... For, and it's just this is just me and my little personal opinion i'm not you know obviously everybody can do what they want to do god gave us free will to do whatever you want to do um but i was just say it will it was hard for me to read what the bible said and then try to pretend as if it didn't say it and then my whole thing is if you want to do that you can do that right you got free will to do that but my whole thing is just be honest about that don't act like um I just feel like just be just walk in what you say is your truth, right? You you saying that you know, just be like, look, that I don't want to believe that. That's more accurate. I feel like that's a more accurate response to to the situation. It's like it's 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 better to just be like, hey, and this is just me now. I'm not saying it's better with God and then like that. I'm just saying with me personally as I as I witness stuff, it's better to me for a person to just say, hey, I don't want to believe it, and that's it. Versus sitting here trying to act like it don't say what it say. <laughs> like, it, it say what it say. And so, either you're going to believe it or not. That's what it boils down to. And, um, you know, I've even seen, uh, recently I saw Miss um, Angela Stanton King, she posted, um, apparently they done came out with a Queen James Bible where they've um, switched verses around. Or, or they, either they took those verses out or they switched them around. Whatever the case is, I don't know what they did. But basically, um... But there's word about that, too, about changing what the Bible says. So, I mean, you know, hey, I don't I don't know about all that. People got to, you know, work out their own salvation and all that, you know. And God will judge that as in, you know, Hebrews 13, 4 says. You know, no judgment for me, friend. All I'm saying is, it say what it say. It's more accurate to be like, I just don't want to believe it. And then just go from there. Um, you know, 
That's all I'm gonna say about that right now. Now, First Thessalonians 4, uh, 3 through 5, it says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God. Um, again, like as I have these conversations with the sex experts, right, and the people that are, you know, uh, obviously assisting couples and assisting, you know, even single people or whatever, they're, they're assisting people on their journeys of, I guess, sexual freedom or whatever you want to call it. Um, and don't get me wrong, like, you know, having sex can be a freeing thing. Uh, at least it's been for me, you know? And so, uh, you know, I think it's a beautiful, freeing thing. Um, however, I do believe that what this here says, I believe that we have control over our minds and bodies and more so than we than we try to act as if we do, um, you know, or act as if we don't have control over our minds and bodies. Um, I believe God wants us to have control of our minds and bodies. Um, you know, yeah, you can do any and everything, but we can see what that looks like, right? We can see how that tears apart families. We can see how that affects, you know, our bodies and our minds and, and everything like that. The whole anything goes mindset. It, it, um... I mean, we can see all around us the effects of anything goes. And if you can't see that, then I don't, I don't know how, but, <laughs> um, I can, I'll just say for me, I'll just say for me, I've seen, I see so many examples of what it looks like for people to have the mindset of, well, anything goes, um, or nothing matters, or, um, I, I'll do whatever I want to do. Um, which you can, right? You got the free will to do whatever you want to do. God gave us all that free will. Thank you. Praise God. However, you know, that doesn't mean it's not going to come without, with cons- without consequences. That's, you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, there's a lot of things written in the word of God of, hey, don't do this because of this. It, it like literally explains to us what will happen or whatever the case is. And then we get surprised when things happen. Like one of the verses I read, and I didn't put it in the Go Deeper section today, but one of the verses I read, like was talking about how adultery or somebody that can, can commits adultery is pretty much. Uh, I mean, for lack of a better way to say it right now, my, me paraphrasing, saying that that person's pretty much a fool because they, they are they are uh, pretty much hurting themselves. I'm paraphrasing it, y'all. I wish I had to roll down the verse for you guys so you can read it on your own, what it actually says. But, I mean, that's the thing because, like, so so if we just talk about that, right, let's talk about adultery. Just real quick. So we're you're, you're in a committed married relationship, and then you decide to cheat on your spouse. So one you've broken your commitment right if you have children that's a whole nother thing but let's just talk about the spouse real quick you you didn't even consider your spouse at all right your, your spouse feelings your spouse body you know none of that stuff um you know uh you're, you're pretty much like and, and so say you're building a family or whatnot say so man okay well okay so unfortunately what comes to my mind right now is that um um that show um love and marriage huntsfield obviously i don't know those people personally or anything like that but um just watching their experience and it's not anything new i mean you hear about men cheating and you hear about all this stuff all the time um but when i look at that situation in particular 
um, and how the husband, you know, the things he said to his wife, the things he, um, you know, obviously, I guess now he's having a baby with the, the woman that he had on the side, you know, things like that. But then at the same time, you know, when his, his wife decides to leave him, which biblically she can do, um, when someone does that to you, um, and breaks their vow and their commitment that you made to God and to your spouse, then, um, now he's hurt, right? Now he, you know, now he's thinking about the three children that they have together. Now he sees how this is going to affect the business endeavors that they have together. Like these are like, to me, you should have thought about all that before you decided to do that. Right. But people don't want to believe that they have control over their minds. Like you can think something right, but you don't have to always do that thing. Um, and honestly, you can take control over that thought, um, as well. Um, and it's, and you know, it, I'm not gonna sit here and act like that's the easiest thing to do. It, it's been hard. I mean, even with me, like I said, single miracle was always thinking about these. Oh dang! I thought I had, I had my sign up here. Well, right up, right up. Hold on, right up there. Y'all see that? God, sex, and love. I was thinking about this stuff <laughs> all the time in, in my life. Um, and like I told you guys before, the only thing that's like not on that list that I also thought about a lot was uh, career. So. That was like four things that like circled in my mind all the time. But Single Miracle couldn't act on that, or at least she shouldn't have acted on that and whatnot, you know, as a single woman, you know, um, which is, you know, why it's so important for me to act on it now as a married woman, praise God. However, (laughs) but what I'm saying is, you know, it's a, but so there was a lot of times that I had to take control over my thoughts, right? I had to take control over my own mind, take control over my body. You know, sometimes I failed, sometimes I didn't fall, you know, um, sometimes I, you know, pushed through and, you know, stayed faithful to what the word of God said. And so, um, you know, so I get, I understand how taking control of your mind can be this thing that it might be hard for some to do. And some might not want to do, you know, and I think that's what it boils down as well. It's like, sometimes you just don't want to. Um, however, if you really think about, you know, maybe your situation, if you think about your future, you you know, you know, when I look back and, um, the interesting, I was like looking at back at some things I wrote back when I was, back when I was single and whatnot. And, um, but like I said, when I look back at those days, I'm thankful, right? I'm thankful for the times that I did decide to wait. I'm thankful for the times that I did decide that, you know, God, you know, better than me. Right. And I had no clue who my husband was. I had no inclination of him. He like he was nowhere around. Like I was in a, I was like in Florida. He, well, and that was something that we talked about when we met. We were like, where have you been? <laughs> so obviously he was like serving overseas in the military and stuff. Like there were so many things that, and so many factors that who knows, you know. Um, it well God didn't map it out the way He did, um, and for us to meet the way we did and everything like that, it's just. So yeah, so single miracle when I was like had no one around, had no clue who my husband was. You know, I'm sure he had no thought of me at that time. Um, to look back, to, to well during that time, one of the things I did was to be like, you know what, Lord, you, I well, there are things that I want, there are things that I desire. Um, however, I understand that this not may not be the time for me to. Uh, enjoy those things so I want to do you know do your will and so I'm going to show you that I want to do your will by being faithful 
and what you've asked me to do at this in this season. Um, like I said, I wasn't perfect now. You know, I probably didn't do it all the time, whatever the case is. But for the most part, I try. You know what I'm saying? And I would say that that is probably what helped me to get to where I am now. And now I can look back on those days and be like, I remember those days. I remember, and, and that and that can help me right now. Which honestly, because you know, like I told you guys, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm in the same situation, right? Sometimes I'm like, you know, y'all, y'all already know, y'all already know. You know, what I'm saying I got energy, you know, <laughs> or whatnot. And so, you know, and whatnot. But see, I, I think back. But see, it's the same thing. It's like I think back on my past, right? Do I want to be single miracle again? Do I want to raise NJ as a single mom? No. You know what I'm saying? I, I prefer marriage. You know what I'm saying? I prefer, you know, the, the situation we have now. And so that keeps me in my mind under control alongside with God's word to, to know like, okay, these are not things I want to sacrifice. Right? So therefore I should take control of my mind, take control of my body and, and not do all the things I want to do. Uh, and be patient, whatever the case is, and, and and whatnot, and and that's that. I mean, but say, hey, I don't know. This just this just talk about sex this morning. <laughs> um, you know, so I won't get too deep into that, but because um, we can talk about marriage and 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 all of that, we can talk about all that all the time, I guess. But um, so yeah, I just thought it would be interesting to to tackle these to, these topics to, this topic today to tackle. This idea, these ideas that are being espoused by the Bible as if it does not condone sex. It does. It gives you, you know, a lot of freedom in regards to sex. Uh, but, you know, when you're married, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, I, you know, I guess that's the Pope, right? You probably don't want to hear that part, but... Um, but you can, you know, you can, you can wait, and then that, when you do enjoy that in marriage, it'll be, a, you know, that beautiful thing that you enjoy in marriage, and I can say, hey, you know, it's a blessing, yeah, you know, so, that's all, I'm a, look, that is juice. <laughs> now, the Bible verse of today is Psalm 19 and 7, it says, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul, the testimony of the Lord is sure, make, making the wise simple. Friends, I hope y'all enjoyed this juice this morning. Thank you so much for listening to God, Sex, and Love. Your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. I pray you guys can go forth and have a wonderful day. And I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow with the Lord's will. Bye-bye. If you like what you hear, then consider supporting our podcast. Every listener that supports us for $9.99 a month will be entered into our monthly raffle for a chance to win a free gift. So become a supporter today.